Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. We are joined by Lizzie Romaine and Ellie Marie. <laughs> how are you doing, all right? Yeah, I'm good, how are you? Yeah, all right. Great. All right, we've got to pretend that we haven't been speaking for half an hour now. <laughs> and watching you eat. And watching me eat. Your beanie I'm a little munch wrap. out. It was nice. I'm quite... Co- <laughs> I'm quite... Co- what? <laughs> <laughs> and we've started. Yay! <laughs> oh god! I say to you earlier, you're outnumbered by Essex people. And now you, there you go. That's, that's okay. Gonna... That's yeah. fine. I, I'm a chameleon. I can adapt. You it's can all good. Adapt. It's all good. We oh, will. I love that. What? That, that she's a chameleon. Good analogy. I like that. <laughs> yeah, she can adapt. She's very, good, very good in these interview situations. Is it the compliment I paid you earlier. Well, I don't know. I feel like I've forgotten how to talk. How long haven't I been here for now? Five, oh. five weeks, what six was weeks. The, what was the last episode you were on? It wasn't... Small talk. Oh, yeah. It was quite a while ago It was quite a while ago, mm. yeah. It was definitely wasn't as cold outside. No, so when small, so small Talk came in, they're a band from Bournemouth, um, and they, since that episode, I don't think it was to do with us, half the band have gone. No. No they're way. They're now looking for a new lead guitarist. Oh, oh no. <coughs> and someone else. Because we had the guitarist. No. So we had, so we had the, the main guy. Yeah, yeah. And the drummer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're still together. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember your names. I'm just joking. Um, Yeah, they're still together, but Mm -hmm. the other two aren't. So I don't know what's happened there. Oh, wow. I don't know what's happened there. But that's that's what happens when you're in bands. That's what happens in bands. Yeah, that's it. It's a call out for any new guitarists. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Small talk of looking for a new lead guitarist. So uh, go and hit them up. (laughs) I saw them advertising it. They basically put it on their Instagram the other day. So they're certainly looking. Mm -hmm. Have you ever played in bands or anything like that? Or has it always been solo? Um, I haven't played in bands. I've had a backing band yeah. um, for a, a couple of gigs, mm-hmm. and it's so different to like just like playing with backing tracks. I love it. I love the vibe of it. Just playing with any instrumentalist, it's, yeah. it's so much better than just doing it to a backing track. It makes it so much more connective, if that's mm. the right word to say. Like mm. you're able yeah, to yeah. just sort of express the music more. Mm. Well, so it's their it's their interpretation of it as well, isn't exactly. it? Like they can put their own little spin on different bits, and it isn't just you pressing play yeah. and going for it. <laughs> Probably yeah. feels more established as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it is a it's a much different feeling to like playing with backing tracks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where was the last gig? You, what have you been up to this year? Then tell us a little bit about yourself. If people don't know Ellie Marie, <laughs> okay. I always struggle with this question. Like, how do you go? Oh, well, all right. I'll, I'll, I could start you off. Like the first okay. time that we spoke or yes. that we were in touch is when you uploaded. Okay, you've uploaded three tracks to us. Yes. Although your last one, your latest one, I promise you. Yeah? Yes. I found that on an old form. That you uploaded it to, so I was like, oh, sh-. like because I, I was looking through stuff, and I was because we've got our future hits one, yes. and I've got another one, and then um, I looked through the old songs, and oh. you'd uploaded it to an old link, and I was like, oh shit, I haven't played it. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I played I played your track before, yeah, <clears throat> but it was only when I was looking today, yeah. just just to refresh, I was like, oh, you've released a new track. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's so hard to keep up with so many artists. Yeah, no, I can imagine. This yeah. is what I always say to people: just don't be afraid if you've got a radio presenter in your contacts list just say like yo i've just released a new track honestly because it's not even like we love Mm. to carry on supporting you it's just sometimes we don't see it on social media yeah you could post 50 times and it might just be (laughs) those 50 times we're not on there and we don't see it yeah so that's just like one thing it's always tell us yeah promote your music do it do it don't be shy about it that's fine don't be shy it's fine don't be shy (laughs) the thing is great track because we've got like obviously Lizzie's got her show. We've got yes. future hits that we're a part of, yes. and then I've got unsigned as well. So it's like we've got lots of different avenues for you guys to get onto our shows. It's like mm. it's good. It's a good place to be. Well, yeah, yeah. and we're always looking for great new tracks yeah. to play on the show. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, just send then, us the links. So the first track. So you, you had two sides, and sooner than later, that yes. you have uploaded and we have played yes. and are on rotation. Yes. When did they when did they come out? They came out earlier this year, right? Yeah, so Two Sides came out, I believe, in July, just around the end of July. Um, and I think I sort of got in touch with you mm. just before or just as you was planning to launch um, like future hits. Right. And so it was so cool to just sort of see it like Yeah, that was burst yeah. into yeah. like the world. And it was just really cool to like oh. see. Um and yeah, so then sooner than later was Oh my god! Uh, I want to say August. Right. Okay. Um, and then promise was just a couple of weeks ago, end of November. Yeah. 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 It was. It's cool that like you. I've never had any feedback <laughs> about future hits like that. It's quite mm. nice that people are actually 
watching the... Well, it's like watching a new band. I suppose it's the same kind of thing as yeah. when we have a very new artist or a new band and then you just watch them grow and mm. it's the same thing, yeah. right? No, it is, it is interesting. It is cool. Like, I was saying, because the, the app literally launched today. Yeah. So that is now out. If you want to go and get the Future Hits app, go to the App Store, Google Play. It's on there. You can listen to it on the go and uh, submit your music via that as well. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. So, so I'm proud of that. That's nice to... It feels like... Um, is a real radio station but it feels like mm. it's developed it into it's mean? growing it is growing it smashed it <laughs> so the three tracks that you've released this year did you record them all together in one hit or do you kind of record each track as it comes um so i had these sort of three written last year um and i connected with this guy on instagram um called jack golay um and he's a producer up in kent in deal um and so we sort of went like back and forward with like some ideas and how we can sort of make it work um, and I ended up going and staying up there for a couple of weekends um, and we just sort of like smashed it all out over the period of I want to say of like a month and a half um, so yeah it was just sort of like all in a row to get it all sort of planned out for releasing towards the end of the year and that was all three tracks yeah yeah all wow three. where did you stay in that time so I actually stayed in his spare room <laughs> that's that's good though yeah. that's I bet that was an experience it as well was, it was it was sort of not my first time staying away from home but going like that far because I think it was about like a two two and a half hour journey and it wasn't like mum was just around the corner <laughs> it's not so that it was, as the crow flies from where you're based it ain't that far really on the train though. Oh yeah, because you've got to go yeah. in and out. I've got to go yeah, into yeah, London and all the way back It'd be out. Quicker to get a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have been to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a really cool experience to be able to I've never done sort of like two day sessions in a row before, so that was something really cool to be able to experience for the first time and it's always good sort of learning things like that as well so, so how did you come across him on instagram like i mean instagram is the great <laughs> connector right yeah yes. but what made you look at his instagram page and think yes you're the right producer for me so he'd actually messaged me um a couple years prior um and was just like oh like i love like your music and that was back when i had like old music out um and was like oh, i'd like i'd love to work together um and I was like really for it, um, but at the time I just didn't really like have the budget. Like I was in college, yeah. like just very, very, very tiny. Um, and so we wasn't just able to like make things work, mm. but we sort of kept that- Communication open. Yeah, yeah, over the, like the next couple of years. And then he'd um, messaged again and was like, oh, like how's it all going? Like, have you got any new music? Like written da 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 da. And it just went from there. That's, yeah. That must be great as well to have a producer go, yes, I like your music. I want to work with you. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's just that kind of, you know that they're going to be invested in you because they already like what you're doing rather than going and like begging to a producer <laughs> be like, can you produce me? You know? Yeah, 100%. And That's I think the right it way was around, so nice because we was on such sort of like the same page on where we saw it going and where we sort of like saw the final product. And I think that's really like important to have in yeah. that relationship with an artist and a producer, because if you don't have the same vision, sometimes your sort of visions can be a bit derailed. So it's, it, I think it's really nice that we sort of had that relationship to be able to say like this, like this, not sure on that, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And just to sort of be able to really communicate. Did you find, was Buckethead with a different producer then? Because Buckethead sounds very different to your other yes. tracks. But I really like it. <laughs> it's kind of, I was trying to put my finger on what it is. It's kind of like like tropical Afro beats kind yeah. of vibe in, yeah. the, in the background. But it's very catchy. Yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, at the sort of like time of like writing it and like writing the melody and stuff, um, I was in college in Shoreditch. And I think that sort of environment really influenced the way I sort of saw music and how I wanted my music to sound. Um, and so I was at the time I was working with a producer who was up in Norfolk um, and I was like, oh, I think like I like this idea, I like this idea. Um, and so we just sort of like tried to like throw something together. And like, I'm always gonna love those tracks, like they're always gonna be my babies, but it's not where I wanted it to be. And I thought, I, I then like after releasing that, I took, after I released Reflection, which was the one after that, I sort of took a bit of a break, like over lockdown and stuff. And I spent it to just really sort of like find my sound. Mm. And then that's where sort of I am now. 
So moving forward, are you going to be doing more of the same of the last three tracks? Do you feel like you've kind of pinpointed? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think this is sort of my avenue that I'd like to explore more. And will you work with the same producer again? Very possibly. I love Jack. I love him. Yeah. Shout out, Jack. (laughs) I love you, Jack. (laughs) I was going to say, it's very important to make sure you're aligned with people that you're working with. Because we were actually having this conversation on the way up with producer Ian. Producer Ian's here, by the way. We're having a conversation on the way up saying that, you know, it's like any job, I guess. If you can find a producer who's actually going to work with you and be aligned with your vision, that's amazing. But you Mm. are probably going to find some people that are just a bit like, right, get in, day rate, right, sorted, right, see you later. It's very, you know, it's about yeah. trying to find the pe- people that are invested in you and that you found that in Jack's pretty amazing, really. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I, like, like like you said, like, it's so much better to sort of find that relationship where you can be like that yeah. and it's not so sort of like cut and dry almost. Yeah. yeah. Does he call out when he doesn't like stuff as well, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <For> you? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. I don't know you're shy. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I'm not sure on that. We can try it. And he'll be like, do you like it or do you not like it? No, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have that honesty, though. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you'd end up with something that you're not happy with and then it's out yeah. there, isn't it? And yeah. It's like, you want to be happy with what you're doing. Exactly. And I think it's nice because he made it a very sort of comfortable environment as well. Like if I'd have yeah. felt in an uncomfortable environment, I probably wouldn't have said anything. Right, mm. okay. Mm. So I am very grateful for that. It's developed <laughs> over time as well though, isn't it? If you yeah. two have been communicating for a couple of years or whatever it is on Instagram and speaking and meeting up and all yeah. that, it takes, a time, it takes time to develop that relationship. Definitely, like definitely, yeah. So how did he find your music in the first place then? Oh, I've got no idea. Have I've you never no. asked him? No. no. No, I haven't ever thought to ask him. <laughs> we just sort of, we had the conversation about like, like how it's funny that we've sort of like spoken for years and then it's like led to this. Yeah. But no, I never thought to ask him about how he actually found me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll drop him a message later. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, do it now. Ask Maybe it, we'll yeah, ask him in the break. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, so yeah, we'll yeah, I we'll will. <laughs> so you released three tracks this year. Have you done much gigging this year? Has that been something you've been doing much of? Um, It's sort of been a bit hit and miss. Mm. Um, I did a couple of sort of like festival bits like in the summer mm. Um. And I've done a bit of like charity gigs and like yeah. things like that, um, and some like fairs. I've got some Christmas fairs coming up. Oh, where are um, they? So I've got one in Averley this weekend. Oh, cool. Um, and then I've got the there's the a sixteenth. Did I see on your Instagram? Oh, the Averley December. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure it's a Saturday and a Sunday in December, and one's for Mind and one's for. Autism yes, yes, and you're right, you're right. It's the 16th and, and the 17th. Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> memory, you know. And you've had the longest day out of all of us, I think. So promise <laughs> you. <laughs> it's amazing what you can find on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I've got the Avery Christmas Fair on the 11th this Sunday. And then I'm doing a charity gig in Leon C for Mind on the oh, 16th. Cool. Um and then another charity event on the 17th at the Circus Tavern, which is literally around the corner for me. So perfect. <laughs> um, and that's Stumble for pain. autism and breast cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing causes. You like yes. Mind, don't you? Yeah, big yeah, big fan of Mind. We've got um, Mates is like, we call it the sponsor of this, but yeah. it's there because I'm a mental health ambassador for Mates. Um, so yeah, we we give them a bit of a well, they're on the thing, they're on all the titles and stuff yeah. like that. So shout out to mind, uh, shout out to mind, and to we are your mates. If you want any more information on either of those, go and give them a search on the socials. Uh, we are your mates.com for more information about mates. And also, I can point you in the right direction. So let us know if you want any more information on that. And then go to Liz, uh, go to uh, I called you Lizzie. <laughs> What's going Ellie. on? Sorry, <laughs> I got, I got, so I, I got like, I went away with, the, I went into like radio mode and like mates mode. Then. Yeah, <laughs> I had you to know what? I had to keep remembering that you're Ellie Marie because Anne Marie is obviously like in my head as well. <laughs> because it's just, it's just the yeah. Marie bit. And yeah. I mean, I call a fridge a freezer. Do you know what I mean? Like my brain confuses <laughs> similar things. I don't Wait, know why. Just, you call a fridge a freezer? Yeah, and a freezer a fridge. And my partner doesn't even correct oh. me anymore. He just he knows what I mean. It's got to that point. Literally. He's just like, oh, yeah, I know what she means. It's all good. Oh. But, but would, do you say that Anne-Marie is an influence for you? Massively. Yeah. Massively, massively. And it's just coincidence that you've both got... Yeah, yeah. Is, it was so that, funny. She's from actually, Tilbury. Yes, she actually. is. Yeah. Perfect Tilbury. Yeah. I've got a mug of so many so many similarities yeah. yeah no she's definitely been a massive like influence i saw her um 
oh my god I can't remember what year it was I was talking about this the other day I think it was 2018 and so it was just before I started sort of like proper getting into like writing and releasing Mm. and it was after sort of being in that environment I think it was at the roundhouse um and we was like right near the front and I was like yes (laughs) um but it was just it was the way she was able to connect with the audience and really sort of convey like the emotion in her songs and I was like oh my god the way that's just made me feel I I would love to be able to like make people feel that way as well so she massively massively inspired like especially like all of my early work and even still to this day like she inspires me a lot I think I, I really like her. She's just mm. as it comes, isn't she? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's no, it doesn't seem to be much bullshit around Anne-Marie. She just no, seems yeah. to be her. Yeah. In anything I've ever seen, or if she's been interviewed, I don't know, Jennifer from Ross, or she's on The Voice or whatever, she yeah. always seems to be... But I that's th- what you want. You want realism. Yeah, of course you do. Exactly. You know, that's yeah. that. I, I just, this is why... <laughs> should I say this? Yes. Go yes. on. Should I say it? <laughs> should I say it? Yeah, this you got why, it now. This is why I don't really like broadcast and reality TV, because especially when you sort of, you, you've seen behind the scenes and stuff as well, mm. it's so fake. Like, and I've like, honestly thought you were going to call someone out. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. I was like, oh my no, God, no, I'm no, here no. for it. No, no. It's just more of like a general blanket statement. But yeah. again, I'm just one. I'm like, should I say that out loud? But yeah, it just—it's just so fake. Like, yeah. and I hate that. I really, really hate just yeah. fakeness and, yeah. and fakeness for you know. My, I mean, my partner's in TV and film, and yes, that's fake. But that's trying to be fake. Yeah, that, that's, that's called yeah. acting. It's exactly. That's called acting. Yeah, it's yeah. when it's something that's reality that then like is just so fake and just so far yeah. far removed. That really grinds my gears. Oh, can I ask you a radio question? Sure. <laughs> so bear in mind, budding presenters, co- co-hosts and, you know, colleagues on Future Hits and whatnot, everything else. Um, how do you feel when people like us and many other people that we know are busting their ass trying to get a decent radio gig and then a reality TV star can just swoop in and get it? I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's a business model. So you can't really hate on the organisations that, poach these people mm. to do it because they've already got a social media following that's then going to help them out i'm not angry about it because i can understand from a business perspective <laughs> but i'm just slightly <laughs> mildly disappointed <laughs> it's, it is kind of literally yeah. that yeah i mean there's nothing we can do, do you about know what the funny it. thing was so I'm not we'll gonna go make... on Big Brother and then maybe we'll be re- <laughs> You did send me the application I for did, that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Leave Charlotte like, for six that. weeks to go on Big Brother. I'm not oh, sure I'll get away no, with that. No. Um, yeah, no, I don't want to do that anyway. But it was, yeah, it was one of those things. I was listening to this specific station and I was listening to it and I was like, oh, these, th- I actually, I was, me and Charlotte were on the way somewhere and I was like, what are these two chatting about? I didn't, I couldn't actually figure out exactly who they were. <laughs> But then I was like, and then when they introduced themselves, I was like, oh, Christ, it's them two. And I thought... You need to tell us who they are now. Okay. So Matt Edmondson, who I've listened to on and off Radio 1 for ages. Yeah. yeah? And he was with Molly King. And I thought they had a really good sort of relationship on radio and stuff like that, right? Jamie Lang's come into it, Mm -hmm. right? So it was Matt and Jamie. um, And it didn't sound like it was very cohesive. It sounded quite difficult. Like it, it sounded like it, it sounded like it was the first day of them doing it, mm. and I was like, these two don't seem to be connecting very well. I thought, oh, whatever, we'll turn it over in a minute. It wasn't until it was like Radio One with Jamie and Matt Edmonton. I was like, oh shit, it's them. But then we listened to it because it was Jamie. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like I was sort of a da- I was e- I was like moaning about it, thinking. I could fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, you but, do sometimes have those moments where you yeah. think, I'm sure I sound better than that. I'm not trying of to course. blow my own trumpet. No. Or, not me was, personally, but you know, when you're yeah, just there you like, mean, yeah. well, I could do that. And I was that. listening to it and I was like, but then because it, then it was Jamie and then we've like, I like him and Sophie on, like when I see, they've got a podcast, Newlyweds, and when I see clips of that, I think it's hilarious and I think they're really funny. Yeah. And I like him. I think he's like a nice enough guy, whatever I've ever seen him in, he's been all right. Um, but, as a radio presenter, I was like, oh, that could have gone to someone who, you know, has been working their ass off to be a presenter for years and years. I'm not saying me, because I don't think I'm Radio 1. But do you know what I mean? It's it just like, doesn't work in that way, though, does it? It's, no, it doesn't. It's, 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 all, yeah. it's, it's all, we know how it works. It's all sort of connections and being in the right place at the right time. And yeah. But then, to be fair, I did see, have I seen you since I saw Nick Grimshaw in conversation? No, Have I, I think seen you, you since I, then? No, I saw, I think you posted it on the group. I haven't seen you since then. Yeah. 
because I saw Nick Grimshaw in conversation, which was great because I saw him live and he was chatting about his book and things. I then went and read his book and I didn't know much about Nick Grimshaw, I'm not going to lie, but he literally came from up north somewhere mm. and he was a little kid with a dream, just was like, I'm going to be a Radio 1 presenter one day. And he was like, I was a weird kid, you know, I was also in the closet for a long time and, you know, I, I was just, I was off with the fairies basically. And he moved down to London and he just, he made it happen. Mm. You know, he didn't, I don't feel like he did get a handout, you know, it's not like his parents were in the business or anything. No. He just had a vision. He worked hard. He said he doesn't believe in manifestation, but he made it happen. Yeah. So make your own luck. Kudos, so kudos to him. It can happen. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, he arguably he's like one of the best, you know, Radio One. Did you hear? Sorry, we're not talking about you very much. Sorry. <laughs> That's alright. Presenters, yeah, it's your fault. You I know. I was, because I was interested because, like, obviously from our perspective, it's interesting. So other presenters that are watching might find it interesting but did you yeah. last thing on this did you hear did you watch I'm a Celebrity yes. yeah did you hear about the way that Chris Moore's lost a breakfast show on Radio 1 no I didn't actually no, I, I only watched like a couple of episodes we watched every night right um, <laughs> so basically what happened is that they said to they called him in and they said to him look at 10 o'clock <gasps> I did hear this at 10 o'clock <laughs> today we're going to announce that Nick's taking over the breakfast show wow and Chris was like you can't do that like I've been doing this for he however many ousted. years and he was like he's like you can't do that to me like I've been doing it he goes at least let me do it on my terms say my goodbyes and all that sort of stuff yeah. and they said right okay well you do do what you need to do but we're going to be announcing that very sh like you know pretty it's shortly it's cutthroat they probably just thought oh your time's up too old now need a nice young fresher model following day 10 o'clock news Nick Grimshaw's taking over from Chris Morris so we had wow. 24 hours that's nuts mad isn't it it's nuts because even, even in an industry where he would have known everyone mm -hmm. he would have known everyone in Radio 1 yeah well he's taken he took a few years off didn't he now he's doing Radio X and he's doing very well Dom's still on there isn't he Dom went with him mm, anyway true anyway Sorry. Big, <laughs> sorry, very big digression. These digressions happen. That, that's six we can weeks. Only that's six weeks apart. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. That is. Oh god, sorry, mate. Um, right. So, what we're gonna do? What's the time? Right, we're gonna do some. Should we do a few quick fire questions? Mm -hmm. Quick fire questions, and then we okay. do the dream gig after the break. And okay. in the break, you need to text Jack. Yeah, we need to know okay. the answer now. Okay, so melody first or lyrics first? What is your sort of writing process? It doesn't necessarily have to be quick fire because this is obviously quite a big question. <laughs> Do you know what? I think I'd probably say lyrics first. Right. Most of the time, a melody comes with lyrics anyway, but I think I'd say lyrics first, to be right. fair, because then I've sort of got an idea what I want to say, mm. and I'm like, okay, how do I want to convey what I'm saying? Yeah. Do I want it to be upbeat? Do I want it to be, like, chill, slow? And then I just sort of go from there. Have you always been a lyricist? Have you always been someone, I remember in school, you know, kids in school like writing lyrics yeah and thinking of lyrics and writing lyrics in maths class and stuff has that always been you yes yeah, yeah honestly the amount of times i've been like sat on the loo or something and i haven't got my phone with me i'm like oh my god mum, get my phone i need to write this down <laughs> 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 it's so funny the tales of a pop star yeah <laughs> sat on the toilet <laughs> that's where i do all my social media <laughs> I do my, most of my thinking in the shower, so yeah. You know, yeah. Like, there's places, Can't write it down there, there, though, can you? Yeah, Can't yeah. Write it's just it down the there. bathroom's where it's at. It is. Where's your thinking place in the bathroom? On the toilet. <laughs> the toilet as well. Yeah. Usually, just, we need to put a notepad for any creative. Is just put a notepad yes. by the toilet, hang it somewhere. That's a great idea. That is a great idea. There you go, Chris's present. <laughs> I do. I think I do have like thoughts going through my head when I'm in the shower, not like that. And then I sort of get to a point, and I'm like, I've go, and I'll be washing of it. Oh shit, have I washed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got to do it again now because I can't remember. Because you can't remember. <laughs> yeah. but I'm you, terrible for that. One final little transgression from this. Yeah. Did you know that only 30 to 50% of people have an internal monologue? Oh, so you, you can, text me about So you can this. hear like your thoughts in your head. Can, yeah. you, can you hear your thoughts in words in your head? Yeah. 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 Can you? Yeah. I used to and now I don't. <laughs> wow. So it changes That's the time. Like meditation that's interesting. Uh -huh. for, for the listeners, that was meditation helps slow that down. 
Wow. Okay, that's very interesting. I'm the same as you. Mine runs away with me. And I think that's what's given me, in the past, where I've gone through anxiety or depression or anything like that, I think it's because my mind goes, and it's a million miles an hour. And I think that's why I've struggled with things. Mm. Because I've spoken to people and they've said, no, I don't think in thoughts. I can sometimes see like pictures or I can see images or you know like my brain sort of connects things and I'm like yeah but how do you know what you're thinking if you don't think in words yeah and you I was like what well, like how do you people? how do you know like if you like something because in my head I'll be like oh I quite like that oh I do like the color see... on it and like whatever but apparently they're just like oh I just know that I like it do they just see like Mind the family fortune oh thing. my it's god like, eh, eh, and that's it and they don't like <laughs> you it. know yeah yeah literally. oh my god <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. that's my interesting thought of the day. I find that mad, though. Yeah. Like, I, who were... Who, who? Yeah, where did it come from? <laughs> no, who were these people that fought in pictures? Children? No, just people. Like, I've got friends. I've got best friends that don't think in words in their head. I think that's mad. Like, Isn't I mean, it? from a perspective of... Yeah, I, I... I'm trying to picture how that works. I'm just like... like are, are you guys, like, like non-playable characters? Do you just, like... <laughs> go through life just sort of reacting to <laughs> stuff and not knowing what you're thinking are they quite like, laid back as people a, bit, a mix oh mate yeah. this is blowing my mind you yeah. know it's literally been like a big thing on my mind it's been like my obsession it. yes. <laughs> it's been my obsession my partner's like oh no it's one of these again like you'll go on about it and I do I'll go on about something for like a couple of months yeah. and then one day I'll just be like oh yeah I'm over it now it used to be NFTs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Literally. Um Yeah, no, I find that mad. It's interesting, mm. Mm. but I that I always I'm always in my head. Yeah. I probably I probably this is probably another bad thing. I don't know anyone else who I speak to the same way I speak to myself. Like I'm always, for want of a better word, cunting myself off. Oh really? Yeah. Like well, you've if got, I if you've I found a negative rock, voice in oh, your head. Oh massively, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's not like, well hey Matt, you're brilliant. It's like you twats. <laughs> what have you done that for? Oh. Oh, that's quite sad. Oh, so no one has that. <laughs> <laughs> mine's, mine's quite positive. Mine is literally just how I speak. Like, can I have your just, voice in my head? Uh, you can have it if you want, yeah. But you've got it eat now. Your, so. Eat your sandwich, you'll be hungry. Yeah, <laughs> your stomach will rumble and everyone will hear it. That's quite negative, actually. Yeah, it was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now I come to think of it. <laughs> it's quite interesting with the lyrics and melody thing, because we've had mm. a real mix on that, because a lot of people have said... So instrument-wise, like mm. when you're writing... Do you use an instrument or is it all done, like when you write music itself, is that all on computer or is that with the producer? Like, how do you get it down? Uh, so I can play a bit of like right. piano oh, um, okay. and so I'm sort of able to accompany myself a bit. I'm still learning. Right. Um, but yeah, I just sort of, I don't know, I hear how I want something to sound and then I can just sort of like tap it out. And if I can't tap it out, I just get my mum to tap it out because she's, she honestly, she plays by ear so precisely. I oh, really? don't get it. I really don't get so it. So she plays piano. Yeah, she, she used to as a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even then, like, um, she was telling me a story about how, like, when she was doing lessons, um, they'd put, like, a book in front of her and she'd be like, no, just play it. And so they'd play it and she'd just play it oh, because wow. she's heard it. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, that's crazy. Um, so I, sort of, I think I've sort of took a, a little bit, inherited a little bit from that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, j- I sort of, once I've got my lyrics or even just like a bit of lyric down, I'm like, okay, I want it to sound like that. How can I and just have a bit of a, a, bit of a fiddle around? <laughs> That's amazing. It runs in the family. So does your mum sing as well? No. She doesn't sing? <laughs> no. She just I plays. don't know where I got my voice from. Honestly, I don't yeah. at all. I bet she's really proud though, because if she was a mu- if she's a musician as well, yeah, to then have a daughter that is actually a musician and can sing as well, <laughs> that must be quite a cool thing. Yeah. Does she come to all your gigs? Yes, yeah. she does. She's my biggest fan, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right. So, before we do one more, and then we we'll have a quick break before okay. we text Jack. Um, an artist you should love but you don't. Oh. Oh, that's a really difficult one. <laughs> Did we do, we've done yours before, haven't we? We've done yours. Probably. Can't remember. I think it was Swifty, wasn't it? I know you like her. <laughs> no, no. I think that was our guest that said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't remember what I said now. I said Green Day. And then um, a couple of weeks later, we had uh, Daisies in. And they were, I think it was Daisies. 
they say their favourite was Green Day. Yeah, and I had Robin as well, and they were all talking about how good Green Day was, and I was like, and you're just sat there like, oh no, shit. I don't think they're shit. I just don't. I haven't connected with them as much as I have with other bands. That's that's what I'm sticking to. Fair enough. Okay, it's not that I don't like the artist. I love what they sort of do and what they have done with their career. Um, and I love the sort of way that they've sort of portrayed themselves, etc. Who do you think it's going to be before she says it? Do you know? No, I have no idea, but I want. I, I think we should guess. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You guess first. It was your idea. Okay, I'm going to say pink. Oh, that is a good guess, actually, to be fair. Oh, I don't know. Come on, Liz. Quick fire. No, my brain isn't working. Oh. No, you go. Taylor Swift. Oh. oh. Yeah. I have so much respect for her and sort of like everything she went through with the whole like label contract and everything like that. Um, but I'm, just, I'm not an, an avid listener. I'm not right. sort of, I'm, I'm just not there with mm. it. But I have yeah. so much respect for her. I can see it. I, f- I feel like you either love her or you're not bothered. Yeah. I've never been bothered by her, to be honest, because it's not really, I'm not really her target audience. I'm yeah. like bald 30-year-old fella, <laughs> 35-year-old fella. I liked her first um, album, though. Her first and second album. Yeah. I actually jumped on the bandwagon quite early with her. Yeah, but that was how long ago was that? Oh, oh God, I was probably like 12 or something. Like, it was like in the 2000s. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to think how old <laughs> I was going to be. Yeah. So I was going to be like, so I'd be 17, right? I'm five yeah. years older than you, yeah? Yeah. So I'd have been 17, cruising around Essex oh, yeah, you wouldn't with have... Taylor Swift blaring through my no, sub or through no. my punto. Can, can Don't think that would have happened. Can no. see it, no. But I like, her, I like her latest track now. Like, mm. I do like that. It's always playing around in my head, so... Anyway, I like you, Taylor. <laughs> Ellie doesn't. I, I do. <laughs> no, I have so much respect. Okay, I'm just, I'm just not. Not there. Not there. Just not there. <laughs> that's the, that's the point of this question, though, because I like it being a little bit controversial, but also it's one of those things that you go, mainstream artists. It's like they're not everyone's cup of tea. Like every unsigned artist or emerging artist ain't gonna be everyone's cup of tea. It's just part of it. But it's yeah. interesting to hear people's opinions. Mm. Anyway, we're gonna have a quick break. You're going to text Jack, and then we're going to come back for your dream gig. Okay. All right? So join us in... Shet- oh, Christ. It's See, you. See you in a minute. Hi, this is Eliza May, and you're watching the Unsigned Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to... What are you laughing at now? The smell of burning. The smell of burning. It's very cold in here. We've got to put a heater on, and it does smell a bit. But you can't smell it. <laughs> so if fire like walks yeah. out the corner of the room, then <laughs> if it ends shortly and there's only one section this week, you know why. Um, welcome back to the Unsigned Podcast, joined by Ellie Marie, Lizzie Romain, producer Ian's here, and we're going to do your dream gig. But first of all, we're going to have one more radio question. Um, <laughs> Mixcloud. Oh yeah, yeah. So for people that uh, so with future hits, all of our shows go on to Mixcloud, so you guys can listen to them back. Um, Forever, we thought, but now Mixcloud have reduced it. <laughs> we thought. <laughs> Is that really bitchy? <laughs> just a little bit. It's just disappointing, isn't it? We- so they've essentially reduced it down. You can only have 10 shows on your Mixcloud now, as opposed to we had... 100. Yeah. Because I tried to upload mine. Uh, yeah, so they've reduced 100. it from 100 to 10. Mm. So we're going to still have the latest 10 episodes on our Future Hits Mixcloud page. But, but it means we have to delete our hard work Yeah, from the 10 shows prior. So if you want to listen back to a show and it is 10 days after that, then it's just, gone. It's gone. Forever. Or you have to ask us for the whole show of it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah. So there you go. If you miss your show when it's actually live and you don't listen to it 10 days after that. It's gone. <laughs> Cheers. You snooze, you lose. Cheers, Mixcloud. Yeah, we were saying, wasn't it? It's like, you can understand it's a business and yeah. there's probably a lot of people that just use the free version because what do you really get in the pro version apart from it saying that it's a HQ quality upload? It's, H- it's HQ quality and you could schedule it. Yeah, so it that's was literally, hand, it's it was, handy. It was handy for us when we were like recording a show and then waiting for the release for the following morning and rather than having to then do it all manually, it was there for you. But clearly people were just like, it's not worth paying £9.99 a month for that. So now they're like, how are we going to do it so that people will pay for our platform? And I know. they've done that. Yeah. SoundCloud hits up. <laughs> um, right, so let's get on to your dream gig. So we do this every week. Uh, we go through and we give you, we ask you what your dream venue would be, who you would like to be on the lineup with you, what would be your special requests waiting for you in your dressing room on your rider, 
etc etc so we're going to start with your dream venue where would it be okay maybe so like dream gig yeah Yeah, like right out there yeah so you can be so we've had people we've had people that have gone all out right okay and we've had some people try and be a bit like right well this was my five years plan sort of level yeah but if you want to go all out go all out we've had we've brought people back from the dead Um, we've recreated festivals when we've needed to so yeah anything you want okay oh that's a hard one if I was to say like an indoor venue or something I'd probably go for like something like the roundhouse Mm -hmm. maybe Um, purely because I love like sort of like what they do what they're about and sort of all the events that they have there are sort of very catered and niche and I love it Um, or sort of on like a festival basis it's got to be Glastonbury yeah see everyone chose everyone was choosing Glastonbury so we sort of took festivals off the table yeah because everyone was going (laughs) we want to do Glastonbury so yeah. you know another one I'd really love to play though it's a secret garden party Mm. yeah it's a good show I love it have you been Um, I actually worked it this year okay yeah as as what what do you do there Um, so I was part of the press and media team Um, so it's it's not as lavish as it sounds (laughs) Um, I was just sort of being that sort of like go-to person for all the press and media that was there um, and sort of like working in the press tent and stuff. Um, But we got a lot of free reign and luckily our tent was actually pitched up right in front of the stage. Oh, wow. So I was like, it was amazing. It was amazing. I had a few friends that went this year. They said organisationally it could have been better on a certain, like a couple of things. On the press and media. Not the press and media. (laughs) No. Not the press and media stuff. They were not linked to that in any way. They were punters just there to enjoy the experience. But I think it was stuff, was it toilets? I think there was toilets. Toilets can always be better than yeah. festivals. And, I don't care and which I think, festival you go to. I think as well, like they only announced the artists like really not very long before, so you can really plan your day very well or something like that. Yeah, there but was some, at the same time, that's like, the whole point. That's the whole point, because it's secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah, secret garden party. Yeah, yeah of course, they yeah. don't announce the headliners until that day. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Maybe it was something like then their apps didn't work or their phone had run out of battery. So they literally just didn't know who was on anywhere. That's their fucking fault. See, there was posters around everywhere, though. Ah. So, like, every day, like, the the little bit that was over the top of it would be, like, peeled off. So it would reveal the headliner. Who was was it then? Who was headlining? Um, So it was over four days. Mm. um, I was there for either six or seven. Um, One of the headliners was London Grammar. Nice. That was cool. amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, and I can't remember who the other ones were. <laughs> Have you ever worked at a festival? I haven't worked at a festival, but obviously I've been to my yeah. fair few. Fair share. Fair share. Went oh, to Glastonbury last year. Yeah, we know. I worked on the bar at V Festival, which was around the corner for me, so that was all right. When you were nine? No, not when I was nine. When I was about... <laughs> When I was about 20. <laughs> but I also went to... Back I in 96 when I went when I was nine. What's wrong with that? That's fucking cool. <laughs> what was the first gig you went to? Can't remember. Well, there you go then. Mine was the best one. <laughs> it was a nine. Super <laughs> ass. Um, probably wasn't my first gig to be fair, but it was a very good one to... Very first festival. Um, where the fuck was... I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> Pain in the ass. Oh, I worked on the bar at Isle of Wight Festival. Oh. That was minging. Oh. Why? Because it was like, you had to, so you get all the fun, well, so when you go to a festival as a punter, you get all the fun bit of Mm -hmm. getting pissed and watching the music, not having to work and then staying in the shit tent. (laughs) When you're working there, you can't really get pissed. You have to serve all of the drunk people and still sleep in the shit tent. In the shit tent, yeah. And it's just, it was like, I'd done it with, yeah, I'd done it a while ago and it was just, I hated it. Did Absolutely you? hated it. I think I saw some pretty good bands, but I can't remember who the fuck it was now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I hated it. I'd never. I'd, yeah, I wouldn't do. I it had again. some friends that worked festivals, but I just thought mm, I'd rather just either not yeah. be there at all. I, yeah, that's what I come to realise. <laughs> or, yeah. or, or be there and be enjoying it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, fair enough. So Camden Roundhouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have got um, your headliner, main support, and your opener. You've got a feature on the bill. Who else is going to be there with you? And where is who is where? Okay. Okay, so because it's a dream, yeah, yeah, I'll put myself up there as the headliner. Cool. This is only fair, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay, opener. Oh my god, Katie Baser. She's quite like up and coming. Right, okay, She's cool. smashing it at the moment, though. I went and saw her um, last month. 
um, and she was amazing. Like she's like one of those acts that are like a proper like hype man. Do you know right. what I mean? So like she'd proper get the crowd going. Definitely, definitely opener. Original answer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you'd have your button. Yeah, I haven't got it now. Um, and then for support. I'm torn between two. Who are they? Either Anne Marie yeah. or Mimi Webb. I'd go, I'd go Mimi Webb personally, but mm. it's probably for different reasons. What is the dilemma there? I just, I love them both. And part of me feels like I have a loyalty to Anne Marie. <laughs> but I just, I love them both. I might, I think I might have to say Mimi Webb. Oh, what a shame. <gasps> She's been ousted. Well, yeah. Since 2019, she's been ousted. Here you go. You're allowed to bring someone out to do a special guest duet with. Who would that be? A special guest duet. Mm. If you don't say Anne Marie now, she's going to be devastated. Yeah. <laughs> or you switch it around and now you're like, I'll have Mimi Webb come and do the duet and Anne Marie can open for me. Oh my God. Oh, no, I don't know. She's going to piss everyone off and say Olivia Rodrigo or something. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know what? If it was like a, a dream collaboration moment, yeah. I'd have to go with Dave, Santan Dave. Great shout. I am obsessed be with him in every single way. <laughs> Dave, what, Dave is in Dave the Rapper? Dave the Rapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love him. I think he's such a beautiful storyteller. Mm. So to be able to write a song with him, oh, my God, that would be my biggest dream come true. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Dave goes on the list for later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what would be your entrance music? We've had we've had mixed responses mm. to this. Usually a negative response when Liz has been in. But what would be your Excuse entrance? Me. You have, you haven't appreciated it. You're like we're not wrestlers. Well, <laughs> I mean to people, yeah. Mate. At gigs, people, are, do people, people, are people do digging come it. On to music. They do come on to music. Yeah. They do. Some people come on to... Mm. So when we've discussed it with other bands or whatever, yeah. some people have... Uh, Daisies was quite interesting, actually. They... Oh, Christ, what was it? It's like an Ita like a really corny Italian song. And it's like... <laughs> they would come on to that. I mean, that's They're from Nuka. They're from Newcastle. Yeah. To, yeah, they would choose fun songs to come on to. That is actually... Ah. They actually, which I've just remembered, and I, I don't think Rob would thank me for this, they actually challenged each other. So Daisy's and Admissions yeah. challenged each other to choose each other's entrance music to their next gig. Mm. Admissions next gig's on the 21st. Ah. So December we'll soon find out. Hot Boxing <laughs> Interesting. So, uh, yeah, Liam, don't forget to send us the entrance music. For that Rob. might be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, because I, I went to a gig, it was probably about two months ago now, and they had Tenacious D on. Oh, yeah. Which was quite fun. Well, this is... Uh, this is not the greatest song in the world. This is just a... It wasn't tribute. tribute no, it wasn't tribute. I think it was from like Pick of Destiny or something. But it was a very... Uh, I can't remember the name of the song now. But it was it was fun. <clears throat> it was it was fun and it was a nice flashback to yeah. my, 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 my past. There you go. See, entry yeah. music is good. Yeah. What yeah. would yours be? So are we talking like the song that plays before you come on stage? Yeah. yeah. Or, as or you like come as, as you're coming as on. As you come on. As I come on. Yeah. See, in a sort of like realistic world, I'd say like a musical sort of rendition of like one of my own. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. when I, going back to like when I saw Anne-Marie at the Roundhouse, um, the first song like she came out and done, I think was... Oh, I think it was you Breathing say, Fire. <laughs> I think it could, was breathing fire because you could have your band already playing music on yeah. stage as you come out. So this is what. So as a solo artist, yeah, that works. Yeah, but if you're in a band mm. and you're ah. that's okay, just send everyone else on first. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I, uh, I asked Rob this, and he said if Kirsty wanted to go out on her own last, she can fuck off. <laughs> That's pretty much what he said. Yeah, Fair. but I but he had a good idea. He said like if the drummer was called cool to go on first and start like doing the drum yeah. before someone yeah, comes and out, have like a cool. build up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah love just, that. just have everyone yeah. walking on individually and just joining in. That but would the thing be cool. is, as a solo artist, yeah, you can do what the fuck you want. Yeah, they've got to listen to you. You're the boss. Yeah, so if they mm. start playing and then you come out, that's absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. 
True. Yeah, I think that's what I'd go with. There nice little build-up. <laughs> <laughs> who would be your special guest announcer? Who would announce you onto stage? It can be someone who's been a big influence personally or from a music place or uh, just uh, someone who would be quite cool. Someone said Morgan Freeman the other week. <laughs> someone said me. Oh, oh, Gia. Gia said me. Shout out, Gia. Oh, I love that. He's never forgot it. No. <laughs> Oh, okay, I think I'm going to have to go with Amory on this one. Yeah. I think that uh, that would feel like an honour to then. me. <laughs> no, but that would, that would feel announcer. really nice. Right, now go. Not featuring on the bill Imagine anymore. Imagine like you're like one of your biggest inspirations being like, "Welcome to the stage, Annie Marie." Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, yeah. that that would be cool. That would be cool. So yeah, <laughs> definitely Amory for that one. <laughs> or be a cover track. Oh. Do you do any cover tracks in your set currently? Um. Yeah, I do a few. Sort of more sort of like modern R&B like a bit like Georgia Smith I love On My Mind by Georgia Smith yeah I'm just I'm gonna go with that one yeah 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 uh, did we do we done special guests didn't we we said Dave yes um, what would be on your rider so your rider is special requests you can make that would be waiting in for your waiting in your dressing room when you arrive it could mm-hmm. be food drink puppies what else <laughs> we had could be whatever right um, okay what would be two choices you can have waiting for you in your dressing room at the Camden Roundhouse okay I'd say a crap ton of water because I'm such a massive water drinker. Of what? Water. No, 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 before that. A crap ton of water. A crap ton of water. A crap ton of water. <laughs> what, water what water is your favourite? Is it Volvic or um, do you I, not have a preference? I don't have a preference. I said last week that I think Volvic's quite salty. Okay. I agree. Yeah. They all, they all have slightly different uh, tastes. Yeah. Like if I had water put in front of me, I think I could distinguish it. Really? So, so you we have like yeah. a smart water evolving in Evian. <laughs> this was off your Pepsi, like chat. Chat. Pepsi and Coke Pepsi chat, chat earlier. Yeah. <laughs> mm, Volvic. <laughs> that was Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should do this challenge. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, loads of water. I love water. Um, mix it up have like different ones I had to mix it <laughs> yeah. up the other day when we me and Charlotte stayed away at the weekend and I needed something to drink and I got some water and I got fizzy I got um, some fizzy water as well just to mix it up because yeah. I have to find water do you mean sparkling boring. water yeah what did I say fizzy, fizzy water. water what's the difference <laughs> fizzy water it was fizzy <laughs> sparkling water sorry <laughs> yeah it was like, like yeah I had that it was alright anyway um, what would be your second choice on your rider? <laughs> Fizzy water. Take the mick out of that. Can't get away with anything. Maybe like a punnet of raspberries. I sound so healthy. healthy. I'm not healthy at ever. all. <laughs> but I, I, I just right love there? raspberries. Like they are my favourite little snack. Mm. So yeah. They find them. I like raspberries, but yeah. my kids say they're a bit seedy. Not like, mm. not like you know. <laughs> get stuck in your teeth. <laughs> You don't want, don't want raspberry pits stuck in your teeth before a gig. Oh, God. No, you don't. <laughs> um, where would be your after party? Ooh. Can be anywhere. I can either go, like, really chill or really out there. Go out there. Maybe, like, a massive, like, garden roof party. Nice. Somewhere in the middle of London with just loads of vibes and inflatable pool toys and just just loads of weird random stuff <laughs> that sounds fun <laughs> that sounds fun like something out of a movie i'd say that's so cool. quite original answer actually mm, yeah right. yeah <laughs> you know i mean yeah yeah <laughs> what would be your made it moment where would you where would you get to where you think like at this point i'll be i would have considered that i'm doing quite well i'm on the right track what would be your made it moment mm, that's a very good question thank you <laughs> i ask it every week so i'm quite well versed in it <laughs> Um, do you know what? I think my sort of made it moment would be if I was at, like, I was performing an event, maybe like a headline show or something, and the the audience was all sort of, like, singing one of my songs back to yeah. me or something. That that would be incredible. Like, you see it, like, always, like, all over, like, Instagram and TikTok and stuff with everyone with their, like, lights in the air, like, yeah. singing the words back. Like, that mm. must be such an incredible feeling. Mm. So, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Would be pretty cool. Right, shall we move on to Gig Tour Right Bin? Mm-hmm. So Gig Tour Gig Tour Right Bin <laughs> is like Snog Marry Avoid. Okay. Okay. So you've got to go on a world tour with one of these artists that we're gonna give you. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a one night gig with them, mm-hmm. write with one of them. Okay. And chuck all of someone's work in the bin. Alright? Oh. So you, you take your pick from four out of five of them or more. 
Whichever ones you want, you can choose. Okay, let's do Anne-Marie, Pink, Mimi Webb and Dave. Okay. Straight off the bat, Dave to write with. 100%. Like, as I said before, yeah. he's such a beautiful storyteller and I think it would just be oh incredible to work with him. So 100% Dave for that. Um, maybe... Amory to do a one night show with. I think that would be really cool. I think it would be one of those sort of like, not, I don't know how to word it, like a spontaneous sort of like spectacular moment. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think that would be really cool. Um, so you've got Tor and Bin. Tor and Bin. For Pink and Mimi Webb. Mimi Webb. Okay. Oh, big decisions. <laughs> no, I think I know which I way. think I might have to. I think I'm going to go Mimi Webb for tour. Mm. Yeah. And Pink goes Ooh. in the bin. Yeah. I do you like Pink? I do. I do. I think she's an amazing, incredible artist. Um, I don't listen to her a lot. So um, is she another Taylor Swift? <laughs> do you think Pink... You, you just don't get her. <laughs> Pink <laughs> is more our generation. It's true. Yeah, she's an I mean? older one. She's a, yeah, it's I think true. Pink is more our generation. Mm. I think she's definitely had a lot of sort of like inspirational songs and stuff though. Oh, like, yeah. I, I love her music. She is great. But yeah, I think I'm She's still releasing, isn't she? Yeah, she releases yeah. that song. She's got a song out at the moment mm. that is like, I never I never want to not dance It's really again. long, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's a double negative. So yeah. like, she wants to keep dancing, basically. <laughs> yeah. That, that's I the think that'll be, that'll be my here. option. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's fair enough. <laughs> it was quite decisive. Usually it takes ages, that It bit. does, yeah. <laughs> no, that's like a 20-minute segment in itself. Oh, yeah. no, don't Can put it that way. The thing, is, the thing is for Pink, but I reckon she probably influenced a lot of the artists that you yeah, like yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Most so definitely. So it's like, without Pink, would you have Mimi mm. Webb? Mm. That's very true. Yeah. You think you would? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, what would be your highlight of this year? My highlight of this year? I mean, aside from like releasing like the three songs I have this year... Um, probably performing at the Show Me Love Festival. Oh, cool. That was incredible. It was, I think it was one of the sort of, like, bigger events that I've, like, ever done. Um, and so that was, like, a real, like, highlight moment for me. And it, I think it was a festival that was over, like, three days. And I was working it the previous two days. Oh, so wow. I'd sort of, like, been able to be like, oh, yeah, I'm performing. And then mustered up a bit of a crowd. Um, but, like, the people that were there and watching, like, there, there was a pretty good turnout and I was really, really happy with it. I was like, oh my oh, God, nice. it's so surreal. Were you doing and PR impression that as well? No, um, I was actually working. <laughs> no, I was actually working behind the bar for that one. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was really cool. And it was, um, so like Show Me Love is like a massive sort of like, not throwback festival, but it's all like, um, like garage and like oh, massive cool. sort of legends in you that era. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you had like, um, I think Kelly LaRock, um, Shola Amar, and oh, cool. all those. So it was, mm. it was incredible. Where, where was that? Um, that was in Brentwood. I oh, believe. really? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It was really cool. Local gig. Yeah. <laughs> what about next year? What have you got in store for next yeah, year? Yeah. What's your goals? Um, I haven't got much lined up yet, but I'm still at uni as well. I guess exactly. Yeah. So I sort of got a lot on the table with that at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to balance it if it's uni, yeah, if it's it work, is. if it's whatever. Everyone's yeah. got everything to balance. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, I'd say probably one of my biggest goals for next year is maybe to sort of get another headline show. Yeah. I think that sort of. Where would you be aiming for? Because bearing in mind, obviously you're in Essex, but we're. Yeah. From a scene perspective where you are in Perfleet, is there much... Sorry, I've just given your town away completely. <laughs> um, <laughs> GDPR is going to do me for that. Uh, <laughs> would it be a London show or would it be somewhere like in Chelmsford or what would be your... Where would you aim at? Probably a London show. Yeah. Like where I went to like college and I go to uni there now, like right. I've got sort of... I've built up a bit of a, a friend base. There That's we go. good. Drag <laughs> um, <along>. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I, I love the London scene anyway. Yeah. So yeah, definitely something in London. Where's yeah. the best independent venue you've been to then as a as a, either performing or a punter in London? Mm, I'm not too sure. I feel like I've been to a few, but I can't remember the names of it. I went to the <laughs> Underbelly the other, uh, a little yes, while ago. Yes, I've, I've performed it there for a college event. That was cool. Yeah. The sound on the... On, 
our performing side isn't that great. Oh really? But yeah. it, it's a it's a it's a nice venue. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like oh maybe like Colours in Hoxton or something. Literally two mm. doors down. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. Have that's you, a very cool venue. Have you been to the Bedford in Balham? That one's no. good. It's almost like a circus tent inside, but it's got oh, a really cool. big stage oh, there. Wow. Alex Francis was there. I was about to ask you, how was the gig on Monday? Yes, it was good. But that yeah. wasn't there though, was it? That was no, a, no. in Camden. That was in Camden. Oh, what was that place called? Can't remember, but it was for Alex Francis and Guy Resende, wasn't it? Yeah, ch- not Chalk Farm. Um, ch- it is in Chalk Farm. Right, okay. But that, that, that venue's actually really nice. I've been there twice now for two oh, album cool. launches. And um, that one's really good. Oh, what's it called? keep talking it'll come to me <laughs> great because we had will pope in last week who we went we went to see alex francis at old church at St pancreas didn't we mm. and will That's pope was yeah, it was brilliant yeah and will was supporting alex there oh. and yeah we had will in last week and it, he's just like he came in he was so tired right oh, he came he came in the first half he was just sort of he was here mm. but you could tell he was quite tired oh. they went and got him and abby went and got coffee in the break it was like a new man walked in. Really? And he oh. was like, seriously, like I, I had to, I had to stop it because I was laughing too much. Why? I oh, st- oh, oh, what? Just I because to st- yeah. he was, they he was were, on we one. were talking, we were talking about dream gigs and whatever else. And he got to the end and he was like, oh, I don't know about this, Matt. What do you think? I, go, I don't care anymore. Will, I need to, I need to stop now. Like, I'm seriously, I was wetting myself, nearly wetting myself. I was like, brilliant. But yeah, so. Watch that episode, but the second section was, yeah, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but that, yeah, St Pancras is probably the best venue I've been to this year. Mm. Oh, nice. I'm going to check my phone. Go on then, you check your phone. Yeah. I'll ask you some more questions while she's, <laughs> while she's No, because it, it is a really good venue and it's good for album launches. It is it is really nice in there. Oh, yeah. Nice. What, what day was it last week? It was week? a Monday, wasn't it? I, cause I you, you know my schedule better than <laughs> me. Well, I got invited as well, but I couldn't, I couldn't get down. The Camden mm. Club. Oh, there you go. Chalk oh. Farm Road. Oh, yeah, it's really it's really nice there, and they do really good food as well. Important thing. Yeah, which, which is a plus. Yeah. Would Ellie be able to get a punnet of raspberries there? <laughs> oh, why she's you know not what? <laughs> they've got like chicken wings, and they've got like really nice burgers, veggie burgers, and do you real know what? burgers. I'll settle for a burger. But that they, but, but it's not just like three burgers on the list. You've got like ten to choose from. Do you know what I mean? Like quite gourmet. It's good. It's nice. 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 And like parmesan fries, that kind of vibe. Truffle Ooh. fries. Oh. Yeah. Sounds a bit fancy for me. <laughs> what was the first single you bought? The first single I ever first bought. First single you bought. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. Were well, CDs around we're or going, not? <laughs> MP3. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going right back. I'm trying to think back on like my really old iPod. Um, I love the fact that you're trying to think back to an iPod where I've got like CDs. Tapes and CDs yeah. And <laughs> what have you got? Final. They're back in fashion now. <laughs> Finals back. Finals yeah. back. Um, it was probably JLS, to be fair. Mm. So probably something of JLS. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. brother-in-law's a massive fan of JLS. He went all the way to Newcastle to watch him. Oh, really? Yeah, you wouldn't notice it. Wouldn't, wouldn't think it would with James. Shout out, James. Love JLS. <laughs> uh, what's your jam? If you're out on a night out or at mm-hmm. a wedding or whatever, what mm-hmm. is the song that makes you run to the dance floor? <laughs> Here we go. Yes, I feel like guilty pleasure track coming right up. <laughs> Probably like anything really cheesy, like we're talking like chocolate or like the macarena, anything like that. Macarena. Where it's just sort of like where everyone joins in yeah. it's such a vibe. Should we do yeah. it? Yeah. I, I can't remember it. <laughs> oh, come on. That's lies. You were definitely doing it yes, age nine. Yes, you can. Age nine. Why are you obsessed with me at age nine? <laughs> it's because you said it at the beginning. I was age nine. <laughs> what was the first gig you went to? Okay, I actually know this one. Um, it was at the O2, and I went with my mum, and it was the Black Eyed Peas, yes. um, and their support was Cheryl Cole. Oh, really? Mm. That's a throwback. Yeah. Mm. It's a great shout though. Wow. What a first gig to go to. Yeah, it was great. Uh, biggest inspiration... Were you going to say something? What did Cheryl Cole win? Oh, oh no, Cheryl Cole was in... She was um, in Girls Aloud, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. And she they were on the pop, pop stars or what yeah. was that, the original one, wasn't She's it? She's kind of disappeared, no? I don't feel She's like I've heard about pan- anything She's from doing Cheryl. She was doing panel shows and stuff like that, wasn't she, for a while? Yeah, but is she doing them now? Like, I don't I feel like she's got like a young kid, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's, so got she's, got she's, she's got a child now. She's got a child, so she's probably just yeah. a bit of mum. You can do everything. Mm. But at the moment, I think she's probably doing loads of stuff, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, time. An artist you'd love to see in concert that you haven't yet? Dave. 
Dave. <laughs> Dave. Or Stormzy. One yeah. of the two. Love them both. Yeah. Never seen them live. When Dave was performing at Reading, um, I wasn't able to go um, just because I had other commitments. Um, and I literally sat there with my laptop in front of me watching the whole live stream the whole time. And I was just like, <gasps> I'd love to see him live. What was amazing. the award ceremony where it was Dave and he brought out loads of different grime artist to do Brits Awards was it Brits Awards oh my god yeah, oh incredible. my god that was for um, his song In The Fire right um, and yeah like even like, on the actual song like they're all featured on the song it's, oh, just love him that's love pretty him. cool yeah very cool <laughs> uh, who would you most like to support most like to support yeah so if you're looking at so obviously we've done your dream gig but this is more of a question for like in the next year or two okay if you had like a, an emerging artist mm-hmm. that you know um, maybe I don't know in the Essex London scene or whatever and they're on the way up and you're like it would be really cool if I could support them at one of their headline shows I would love to support Casey Baser. Oh, you mentioned her, right? Yeah, yeah, I would love to support her. I think, like, she's such a lovely person as well and so, like, fun and energetic and I feel like it would just be a, an amazing show. I'd definitely love to support her. See, I need to look her up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've not to share her. Yeah, so I will. I'll send it to you. <laughs> right, so I was going to do... We're done recommend artists because you've done all that. <laughs> so what would be... Last question I've got for you. Okay. What would be your recommendation for people who are just starting out writing music and looking to release music and get it on Spotify and all that sort of stuff? What would be your advice after being out? You've done it for a couple of years. Mm. You sort of know your way around it. What would be your advice for the people that are just starting? Oh, okay. It sort of depends what route you want to go down, whether you want to sort of stay independent or whether you want to go with a label. But let's take, like, staying independent. Um I'd say the first thing to do is find like a good sort of like distribution deal. Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely been one of the major sort of factors with me releasing music Mm -hmm. um, and not sort of like trying to upload it on each platform yourself and stuff like that because it can get really muddly. Um, So yeah, definitely find yourself a good distribution deal. because there's like loads of different ones Everyone out there. Everyone goes isn't with there? Like, like District like Kid. District Kid or Ditto. Or there, it's yeah. actually better to go with smaller ones because yeah. they're a little bit more niche and they're better at getting you on Spotify playlists right, because they're yeah. a little bit more bespoke. Yeah. Ones like District Kid, like, yeah, they're the ones that everyone knows about. But mm-hmm. actually, I don't think necessarily they're your best friend in the long run. I don't know whether you agree or... Um, so I'm I'm with a, like sort of like a very small sort of like independent one. Um, they're oh, okay. called Kicker. Um, they're based like way up in Sheffield, and I met them at an event um, that I went to, um, and they were lovely. And I think sort of one of the key things and like the key reasons that I've like stuck with them is the communication that you're able to have. Mm. Like it's very one to one. Like I can drop them an email and have a response within a couple of hours. Whereas like somewhere like TuneCore where you like have to upload it, it's all digital. Like there is no human contact. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? We've had had experience where I've spoken to bands about it and they've like tried to, there was a a slight amendment they needed to do or the font was, what was it? I know all the title of the song was all capitals. Right. But they had owned, but when they'd wrote it and it had gone onto Spotify, it was a typical way you'd write something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's like, well, that's the branding is the fact that it's all capitals and yeah, you lot aren't, yeah. haven't looked at our email. Mm-hmm. So I think they're looking at alternatives now. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. I, I don't know many, because I don't get involved in that side of it. That's mm-hmm. why it's great to have advice from upcoming artists because you can help help yeah. the next lot. But I think it's hard <laughs> as well because once you've sort of committed to one, isn't it really hard to then change your distributor or something? Um, something about like they might have to then take off like your other tracks and you have to re-upload them or some sort of rubbish. Yeah, so the sort of, I think it's like a contract, really, yeah, isn't it? it Once is. you've chosen like, you do one, have to start. sign a contract when you start, yeah. um, just to sort of like establish what the percentage taking is or what the fee is. Like depends mm. on what sort of thing you're doing. Um, but I think it gets tricky when it does come to switching due to sort of like all the back end things of it. Right. Um, so having to. Because obviously, like, I, I don't know, like, take me, for example, all my things are labelled, like, via kicker, via kicker. Right. So if I was then to change to someone like Ditto, like, all of those would then have to be removed and all the back catalogue would have to be shifted over. Right. I don't know personally how that works, but I think it is quite a lengthy process. Yeah, I think so. you can strip it's all the strings It's annoying in a well, way, yeah, because yeah. it can, yeah, it's kind of, it's, that's annoying to me in a way because you're yeah you're literally stuck with them and there could be better deals out there so it's yeah like, no, it's, it is yeah, advice to yeah. just really do your research do exactly your research and find the best deal that you can yeah. yeah it's like uploading all of your shows to Mixcloud and then get taken down because they reduce <laughs> the fucking format 
Right. We're going to wrap up. Could you tell everyone where they can find you on the socials and where they can find you on Spotify, etc.? Yeah. Um. So I'm on Instagram at Music underscore. My TikTok is Music. Um. And everywhere else is just Marie. Lizzie Romaine, please could you tell people where to find your good stuff? Yeah, you can find me via my website, which is lizzieromaine.co.uk. Everything is up on there. Simple, that. Your turn, Matt. My turn. turn. Ready? Yeah, go on. Hi, everyone. I'm Matt (laughs) Werry, and this is the podcast I've been doing for 31 weeks. Um, So, basically, if you want to upload music to future hits, we've got our app now, so you can download that from Google Play Store and App Store. That's correct, isn't it? Go and download that now. You can listen to us on the go, all that sort of good stuff. Submit music um, and go back and listen to 10 shows on demand. Um, and you can also upload music to unsignmusic.uk <laughs> as well. Go and follow us on the socials, on everything, Matt and Squarey and all that good stuff. That's pretty much it. Thank you very much for coming in, Ellie. Thanks so much for having me. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for coming in. <laughs> Bruce, Ian, thank you very much. You're welcome. See you next Yay. week. <laughs> Lizzie, we'll see you next week. Yay. 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 <laughs> I'll see you next week as well. Have a good week and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> See, you don't remember you it. Wish, that would have been a fun moment. Why did you veto my moment? It's still on. Yeah, it better still be recording. That's got, no, that's got to go on the socials. It'll go on. Don't worry. I don't edit anything out. Have a good week. <laughs>